for our Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved. Powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. In the well, in this podcast, we deal with issues of suicide, gang violence, drug abuse. We go into some places. So if this is something that might upset you, here is your warning. Also, um, me and Jonathan had recorded this podcast and then a few days later, Jonathan reached out and wanted to uh, insert into the podcast a few more details um, that he thought were important. And then after recording the extra piece, 100% he was right. And um, the story just gets even more deep. And then he goes into his background, uh, which I think is going to surprise people. So you will notice um, at a certain point, there's a cut in where Jonathan goes deeper into detail. Uh, you might, probably won't notice on the audio, but if you're watching the visual, you'll notice. But this one, um, this one's going to be different. Six pack lap it out. We got Jonathan Keiko. Um, and I was just asking you how going back to normal life is. And my dude, I look at, I didn't have... You know, I was just commentating and I'm already like back to my normal day, day to day is like, it's weird, huh? Coming off that kind of high. Yeah. 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 Most definitely. It was, uh, I like had to make sure I slow down and kind of let myself process things. You know what I mean? And just kind of find ways to relax. Do you, um, when you have this kind of emotional high, like you, like 2000 people cheering your name. And it goes like you're back to being the number one ninety three all over again, et cetera. Is it like post meet blues? Like like marathon runners often say after a massive because you train so hard for it, it climaxes, and then you go back to normal life. What's it like? Um, you know, I had a conversation with Nina about that. She she was talking about that, right? Nina, my uh, if. if you know, for listeners who don't know, uh, Nina is my uh, fiance, and you know, she—I always have good conversations with her. We're really transparent with each other, and um, she said the same thing. She was like, "How do you feel?" You know, like, mm-hmm. and honestly, I've gotten really good about it. Um, it didn't really—I didn't have a high because I was just like. I like I was just enjoying myself out there, you know. Um there was like no pressure for me at least. Um and I just I just made sure I had fun. And I, I can I, I can go into that later, but um it, it didn't really hit me that hard as compared to other meets. Like or really? I, when I was yeah, that's what was it was interesting for me, yeah, cuz um but I can go into that later, but it was just like I, I just had a fun meet, honestly. I just enjoyed myself. Um and for the most part, I put up the numbers for my bench. It was nice. Dez was eh, and squats was terrible. But um, 
Yeah, I didn't really have that that super high because when she when she said that, my point was when she was when she said that, she mentioned like that post that like this high, you know, and I was like, I don't really feel that. Wow. I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm just like chilling. You know, like it, because I I mean I've been doing this for a while and I've had a few people on from Sheffield and they were saying like a few of the lifters and the ruckus that was in that arena, like 2000 people. And they were like, I had never seen a crowd like that. They were chanting. The music was bumping like, like, yeah. like a freaking nightclub, man. And they were at times on their feet. Um, they were booing ref calls. They were cheering ref calls. They were like, it was, it was crazy wild. And the competition itself, like, the amount of world record attempts and what people were doing. I bit, I was on a crazy high by itself. It's crazy. You could keep yourself even keel in that moment. Like, did you feel the crowd when you hit up there? Or did you just tune it all out? Uh, I felt the crowd most definitely. Like, I, I you know, especially on my first squad, I walked out and I knew the crowd was going to be huge. You know, you, everyone who went into the meet, you kind of probably have an envision you, you vision like, what's it going to look like? Mm. Uh, this is like the biggest crowd and we've had in powerlifting for the most part, you know? And I saw the crowd and I was just like, I was just, I was just happy. I was like, this is, this is awesome. This is literally what we've wanted in powerlifting for so long. And let's mm. just all like, you know, let me just use their energy, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, in that, in that sense, it was just, uh, you know, I've done it. I, it's not my first rodeo. So I was just like, this is fun. Let's have, let's have some fun today. And so. it was cool how they had those massive screens behind you guys. And when you came out, I <laughs> wish, I wish I got to like see that because it wasn't on stream. I think. Yeah, um, I, I mean, got like a glimpse of it, you know, when you walk out. But like, you know, you're lifting, so. I would like. I think I'd like to. It's maybe not every time on the stream, but just every now and then, when you guys right. first came out, because some of them were like super cool. Like you guys had, for anyone listening, like. It was like a video, a short video of you guys either mean mugging it or crossing your arms or doing some kind of a, and then it says your name. Delaney Wallace had one of his, you know, he had like a whole little get up before he did, did it. He like, it was good. Did he like dance? Bro? <laughs> it was it sort of big. Delaney's super into like dancing. Yeah, Apparently yeah. he was like straight up dancing in the warm up room. Were you yeah, guys like together warming up? No, he was on the platform next to me. So, okay. but so I was, I didn't really see. Those warm-up rooms are nice too, huh? Um, we were we were um we were definitely catered and babied as athletes <laughs> that day. Yeah. Was it um before the competition even started, did you feel like did you feel like you're waiting for the biggest powerlifting competition of all time to begin? Or were you not thinking about that at all? Probably like one percent of me was. Because mm -hmm. I have to remind myself, like, this is not just a random meet. You know, this is, this is like, this is Sheffield. This is the meet we've all been waiting for. Mm. But, um, no, my, my, like, my whole mindset was just, I want to just do, I find it like, that's why I was, I'll get into it again, but uh, that's why I was kind of like sad after you talk to anyone. Mm. They're like, oh, congrats, congrats, you know, but for me, it's just, I always want to go in the meets. And try and put my best foot forward and just my my main focus is just doing is performing right my main focus is literally performing and 
Like, and I, I like the only thing I liked uh, for me in my performance was my bench that day. Um, but so in that sense, I was kind of kind of sad about it. But you know, it worked out. The, the thing is, well, a couple things. Um, like, did you? Uh, I'm assuming you went to reaffirm yourself as the world's number one ninety three. I mean, you were the uh, world's number one ninety three for a while. Uh, honestly, I don't like. <laughs> I really didn't care about that. It, it's really? it's nice. Yeah, I don't I don't care. Like, it's nice. Um, but my highest priority again is always just like, um, it's just me against myself. You know, it's um, and I, as time passes and I get older and and you know things in life, things in life happen. Uh, you find more reasons why you want to do well um, and you want to perform well, right? And so, you know, you know, uh, it's just something like that uh, is, is kind of almost small. Like, it doesn't matter at the end of the day um, because my priority is just kind of just making sure I do what I can, you know? That's always been my priority. In terms of like, um, you know, previously when you, your first run as the number one ninety three in the world, you, when you finally, because you had so many battles, so yeah. many like it turned you almost legendary. Your battles, like every time you hit the platform, you were in another battle. First off, like it yeah. feels like that was guaranteed. Yeah. And then, um, and you'd won so many showdowns and. When you finally had lost the battle in South Africa, you were you were almost saying like, "Well, it's almost a bit of a relief." Okay, I finally, yeah. you weren't even missing lifts for a while. Like you were winning every battle, nine for nine, Mister Perfect. Like things were just like you were. It was becoming legendary, and 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 you were like so many people's favorite lifters because of it. And then when if when you finally lost the battle by the very last deadlift, it was like, "All right." Uh, we got that out the way. It was bound to happen at some point. Every streak ends, especially when the streak is at the very top end. You're not talking about at the local level. You're what the world championships. But when it did end, so was the desire to, it, you didn't have an overwhelming desire to get back, get back to where you were and, and recapture your number one spot. Or when it ended, was it kind of like, you know what? Yeah, you just shifted focus or... I mean, the way that one went down was so weird. Um, you know, I've spoken on it before. It's just the it came down to lot number, and the wrong. You know, they put in a placeholder number, and then they didn't change it in time. Mm. Essentially, is what happened. Um, so that was a, that one was like a, a weird, like it was just a weird pill to swallow in that sense. Like I didn't really care that I lost. I just care. I was just like, how did that mistake happen? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but you know it's sports you know that's how it is and i just i was like well uh, well it's my you know it's always my job to be as strong as i can be uh coming in even if and obviously uh very rarely do a lot of us come in 100 percent into a competition and no no nothing really i, I didn't really shift too much because i knew what i did worked but it definitely opened the hood up, if that makes sense. Just to, you know, I was like, well, I got a lot of time uh, after Worlds 2022. That was in June, June 16th, I believe. 
and I had to wait until like late December until I knew I got into Sheffield. So yeah. that whole time I was like, I'm just going to train just in case, you know, I'm just going to train with the mindset that I get into Sheffield. Mm. Yeah. So. And you are the number one ranked 93, but do you feel like, like you'll have returned by capturing the world title? Like how important is it for you to become the world champion again? Again, it's like, there's the 1% of me that it's like, Hey, get it back. Obviously, you know, that's just the competitive side of me. Um, we all have that. Um, uh, I, I'll be transparent. Like I, <laughs> uh, coming, coming into Sheffield, we wanted to, my family, I, I've, I've promised them a break since end of 2021. Uh, you know, cause they, you know, it's just, I need to have more time to just be around, you know? Uh, mm. my my uh parents are getting older and uh you know just stuff like that <laughs> so after sheffield we were, you know they were like we were i told them i was like oh you know okay i was just like you know we got sheffield we waited so long for that um you know i can i can give you a quick timeline i i, I spoke on this before i don't think yes. i've spoken it spoken uh with you about it um you know so i'm gonna jump back 2019 i went nationals secure world spot 2020 happens covid lockdown worlds is gone uh so i lose that world spot gotta do gotta get it back do nationals 2021 have a battle barely win come in i'm uh, i did a tuna meet before that um, sensational and, battle by the way with yeah. like that was a meet that was uh, historic i did a meet then 2021, I did a meet in February, late February. Then I did nationals in June, 2021, and then I did worlds in Sweden, October. I want to say it was. So those were three very close meets. Three, each three, I got more injured. Oh really? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's interesting because like I've spoken about it, but I I realize I've never like came onto a podcast, especially with you, Brian, like speaking about it. Um, going into the February meet, I had like a hip problem going into the, that nationals in 2021, it was my back, mainly my back, uh, like my whole right back. And then Sweden, it was my left knee. I believe it was left knee and right adductor. Cause if you ever, if you, if someone ever wants to go back and look at my, I think I took a 290 squat or 295 only squat. Mm. No, not even, I think it was like 643. Um, um, I could take a look here. This is yeah. If you if you go look at that squat, two ninety two point five. Yeah, yeah. If you go look at that squat, it was like this. It was, it was like shaky. You know, I just didn't. I had to like. I couldn't even like load one one leg, pretty much, or both legs rather. Um, so I went into all those meets injured, right? And they got like worse as each one went on. And so you'll see my you'll see my total went down that year, um, gradually from you know I did that eight ninety two and a half in February. I hate clinging on the meats, but I just have to say it. Um, and I go, and, you know, it just kind of went down, right? Um, I remember you and I had that conversation. You walked up to me after I won that Worlds, and you're like, "What's next?" Yeah. And I said, "And this, and what I, I'm when I first thing I said was that I'm going to go eat, and I'm supposed to take a break." Yeah. Yeah. Here we I are thought, two. Yeah. Yeah, you know, man. <laughs> oh my God, two years later, huh? Uh, 
<laughs> but do you do you remember that comic? Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that break was something I promised, essentially. But then I spoke to SPD. Um, we had our conversations and they're like, hey, if you wanna if you want Sheffield, you have to do worlds in twenty twenty two. So I'm like, okay. Um so in twenty twenty two I do PA Nationals February second. Uh, I put up eight eighty eight. Um honestly that was pretty much my I, I, I think that was that's been my best like meet to date. Like in terms of like it was a little travel. Like barely. And um because I had a lot of, I had a lot in the tank on that meet actually. Um, and were you in? How was your body in that one then? Why do you think that I... one? That one actually, I was feeling okay. That one was Ooh. like in general, I came in like the most like healthy without like no if the aches and pains were pretty much minimal or none. Um, you were smooth nine for nine that day. And, yeah, and yeah. then uh, Worlds twenty twenty two was a few months, like two months after that. Um, and eight for eight came in. Last, missed my last deadlift. Uh, actually, I came in with a shoulder injury on that Worlds from from PA Nets to Worlds. Mm. Have you ever again? Have you ever go look back at my bench that day? I think I, that's when I benched the world record five twenty five and a half, and it was slow for me at least. You know, um, mm-hmm. some you know guys would be like, "Oh, that was great." I'm like, "No, that felt like shit." <laughs> mm. So you know, uh, I'm, I've named off my past five meets prior to Sheffield. And those were I did those five meets within fourteen months of each other, and those weren't like easy. And four of those meets weren't easy, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. like I don't think. It, I mean, except- honestly, yeah, even even the the first meet wasn't easy. I just because I was still pushing it, obviously, but um, but yeah, um, so when I was in the time afterwards. There were you know, <laughs> had conversations, and they were just like, "Okay, so you do get Sheffield? Are you gonna have that? Are you gonna do that break now? Like actual break? Like not just like there's time between? It's just nothing. Well, just nothing on the horizon. Nothing. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And I was like, "Oh, well, let's see. You know, I, I, I said like, let me get there, let me do it, and we'll see. But uh, you know, it's something." Something I, you know, I had I've been rain checking on essentially. Um, so Sheffield, do Sheffield nine months of good training. Unfortunately, <laughs> I came in with a small. It was a, it was a tiny injury, but it was like it, I think that tanked my squat really hard. What was it? What was it? Uh, the same hip thing. Ah, uh, yeah. Is it, it was. Hip, it, was it? Is it a hip hip impingement or? No, it's just like. Honestly, I think it stems from my lack of um, abdominal muscle on that side. Okay, so you um, loaded it a little more. Or? Yeah, I have to like I'll fall on that side sometimes. Mm. Um, again, for the viewers who don't know, um, quick story on that: I was born premature, uh, three months premature. I was supposed to be born in October, but I was born early July. I was supposed to be born late October, but I was born early July, and they had a, an emergency surgery. They did a C-section on my mom, and they did emergency surgery on me, and ripped out a bunch of my intestine. Right, that that was infected. That, that's crazy early, by the way. Like, yeah, that's extremely. Early. Yeah, I think about that. I'm like, there's. There, I have some pictures. I don't, I don't know if you care to see them, but um, yeah, sure, for sure. It's just I'm like literally like 
I'm like it, tiny. You know? Survival rate is is probably yeah, it's crazy. so low. I think uh, my official weight was like two pounds, something like that. Oh my god! Something even less. Yeah. Um, like there was a picture. I'm holding my mom's pinky with my whole hand, and it's just like this little, <laughs> you know, like this little like speck. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I have that, so I'm missing the abdominal on my right side. Um, and like when I'm when I'm really fatigued, that's the first thing to go because there's just like nothing there, you know. Um, mm. So something that's to compensate, and usually it's the my back and hip <laughs> right under it, you know, right next to it. So and, um, and when you went from Worlds to um, Sheffield in that time period, and and I know what you mean where it's one thing to have like time in between, but it's Sheffield. You don't with, with yeah. something looming. It's not yeah. There's something. There's something there behind you. you know, and it like, was big. Well, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So I'm like, okay, um, I'm gonna jump right back in and train just in case I get it. And were you training hard throughout? Like, yes. This was, oh yeah. You, you're posting some great numbers in the gym. I was training hard. That's why I was really sad about Sheffield. And, and that's for me. I was sad. You know, it's like you train, you study really hard for a test, and you get like a, you know, for me like. You like you're expecting like an A plus and you get like a like a B plus for example. Right, right. I, I know I know that sounds like oh it's, it's still good, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it still works out, but it's not what you were what you wanted, you know? Yeah. 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 No, I got you. So yeah. with Sheffield over though, um, so here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing. Your athletic prime is only so long. And yeah. it's one of those deals where you're like, frick, like every bit of time off, you know, when you're later oh, on, yeah. when you're later on in life, you're going to look back like you, it'll be too late. You can't go back in time. Yeah. And this is the time. This is it. This yeah. few year chunk is it. And freaks come into sport and people get cycled over it. But right now is your time. You are the number one 93 in the world. That's where it is. Like, yeah, it's so tough to be like, let me, and you lost a year to COVID. You lost a world championship to COVID. You've been forced into missing already. Yeah. So that's where it's like, are you sure? Yeah. But no, you- no, don't. Yeah. Don't worry. We, we already made the decision and I'm, I, I am going. Okay. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, don't worry about that. Don't worry okay. about that. I was just, I was just giving you the buildup of, yeah, where, we, well, of you, what led, yeah, where we were, what led up to it. Yeah. Well, you built it up, and I was like, oh, God, <laughs> is this going to return into no, a, no, no, a no, full on retirement? Like, no, oh, no, no, don't worry. Um, that was, yeah. Uh, I just can't. I couldn't. I can't bring myself to not go. You know, like as much as sometimes, like maybe I feel um, obligations uh, to like my family and, and the, some of my friends and those around me. Um, I'm, deep down, we all know I should be going. You know? Well, so. it'll, it'll be, you know, time flies. It'll yeah. be over. It'll be all be over before you know it. Like your exactly. athletic, your athletic yeah. prime is, it's going to be gone quick, man. You yeah. know, how long do you see yourself doing this? Realistically? Yeah. At a, at a top level? At the, yes, at a top. That's true. You could probably you could do masters and whatever forever. Yeah. But, but like at an actual this, top level. Yeah. 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 Seven. Seven years. Seven more years. If I'm really good about it. That's a nice stretch. Yeah. That's a yeah. 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 Like uh, the, ten if I'm like if I don't know. I mean, you know, if I'm like crazy good, you know. But yeah. I think seven's a nice number. And you've made 
So like, what are some of the things you want to nail down before you leave? Is it numbers wise? Is it titles? Because it's interesting that titles didn't mean like being number one in the world or winning titles. Do you think that will mean more to you later on in life? If you're recounting this to your kids or recounting this, like, or, or do you think this is just easier for you to process while you're in the thick of it? To be like, look, at if I'm chasing mm. titles, chasing titles can be negative to you, you know, emotionally. So I spoke to um, Omar about this. Um, shout out to Omar, by the way. Omar Yusuf. Um, for me, I have, to, I have to be very particular how I award it. It's just like my expression of strength and how I perform, especially how I perform. I mean, not just on the platform, but like as a person uh, in training and, you know, and whatnot, uh, I believe is just like how, <sighs> how well I can do, like how well I know I can do. I want to express that on the platform with my performances and that is a direct mirror to pretty much how like how much I just, how I am as a person, right? That though that that's like a, like almost like a duality thing for me. It's just like I want to do well because this is the same. Like I want to do well enough to match how much I care about. Nina, my family, those, my friends, those around me, you know? Mm. So I don't know if you're kind of keeping up with that, but um, I think I, so it's like, you know, it's interesting because I talked to Penna about this and he's like, he words it. It's almost a romanticized way of wording it, but he words it like, um, this is his way of expressing himself. And some people have a guitar, some people paint, he competes in powerlifting but it's how he expresses himself. That's why yeah. he loves a fight. He loves a good grind. I mean, he's the king of the grind. Yeah. And then he grinded out his second squad at Worlds and he had nothing left and he came back for another and a third. And I'm like, man, you just emptied the tank. And he ended up being sick the whole night. And he's like, but this is how I express myself. Yeah. And he felt like, I, you know, it's just, that's how he articulated it. So I think I do understand what you're, what you're saying is like, you want to leave it all out there. I want to do I want to do well enough to be strong enough for the people around me. The how strong I can be because what I'm good at is being strong like you know competing and such. I want that to be like a ref a reflection basically of just how strong I can be for those around me, you know? Um, and that would give it like, a, a, an insane amount of motivation for yourself. Yeah. And it's just like, cause I've, you know, you, you, for me, I, I've always had the mindset of just like, if someone's going to do it, like it might as well be, might as well be me. Cause I know I can do it, you know, but you know, 
you have to understand what comes with that, you know? Um, so yeah, it's just how, how much, like if I can shoulder a little bit extra for like my mom or, you know, like my dad or any of my close relatives or even Nina and her family, um, by being stronger, by being strong, even if that puts, you know, even then, if I could take some away and put out and do it myself, hold it myself for them, I would do it. And that's, that's not even like, I wouldn't, there's no hesitation. And in that sense, I want to go do as well as I can, mm. you know? Um, so, you know, I, I Yeah, it's just a lot. It is a lot because, especially going to Sheffield, a lot changed. A lot of big life events happened uh, in my life that uh, didn't change the way I look at things, but made me very grounded, even more so about who I am, who I need to be, what I expect out of myself, and just how much I can do for those around me, essentially. Because um, there's a lot of things that happen in life that are, that are completely out of your control. Mm -hmm. And, but it's up to you how you react to it, right? Because um, I know some things happen to some people and it completely, it completely breaks them, you know? Um, so I always try and I always try and stay grounded about that. Got so okay. I got you. Yeah. This this is like um have you seen have you seen the documentary series The Last Dance? No. With Michael what Jordan. All right. It's Oh, I I haven't seen it. I know what that is though. Yeah. Beautiful documentary that like a sports documentary, you should check it out. So essentially and this is where the correlation will come between like private life and sports. But Michael Jordan and his, his family have a massive loss in the family. And um, people would say on the surface level, what does basketball have to do with life? Or what does the performance of you on the basketball field or basketball court have to do with how is that going to help your family? Right. How is that going to blah, blah, blah. And uh, like, what's the correlation? But when you watch the documentary, the way it unfolds, it's fucking beautiful. And um, you see how when the family sees him on the court, hold himself together and show how strong he is in that, in the, in the heat of it, they draw strength from him. And when he shows that and then holds it together until the end of the game. And um, then you see him at the end of the game, the cameras follow him into the locker room and then he lets go. And then you see him break down. And that is when his his mother, his sisters are like, he is our rock. And it means a lot to see, to have a rock in the family and be like, that's, we can be strong. And it makes more sense. And it's hard to articulate to people. Right. But. It, it's crazy you say that because um, right after my third deadlift, I ran to the uh, 
I went behind the curtain and I just like I just started crying. I was just like on the floor, like curled up crying. And not because like I won or it's the exact same thing. It's just <sighs> Yeah. It was uh my family experienced it. a major loss last October. That was October 6th. I believe it was a Saturday because um, I got a text. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll never forget that day, you know, and uh, I was thinking about that. When something terrible happens, um, like a, just a huge loss in your family, With you know, with my mindset, it's, it's just like how I need to be. I need to be strong right now. I need to be strong for like my mom and my cousins, my aunts, my dads, my uncles. You know, <sighs> I got permission to talk about it because um, it's still pretty fresh. I mean, that was only, I mean, Sheffield time. That was only barely six months ago. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh fuck! I don't even think I could talk about. It. I, I can't even like probably muster to talk about it. But um, because like mm -hmm. I, I want to. Sometimes I want to say it, but then it's just like your throat closes. You can't. You can't even say it. You know. I've. Um, I uh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've uh, I've lost like yeah. when I was in my young in my twenties, and uh, I know exactly. I've been yeah. there. I've been you know, I, I've had friends pass away, uh, even some close friends. Um, I even had a friend who uh, was in the same boat as this. And uh, I, if I could say it, that's great, uh, just so you know, maybe you guys can understand a little better. Uh, maybe give me give me a minute, but uh. Damn, that's crazy. It's been fuck. It's been just like six, seven months. I can't even, I can't even say it. Still, um, I told myself, okay. So coming into this meet, I told myself I'd do it. Coming into Sheffield, I told myself no matter what, I'd have fun, and I would enjoy. <sighs> fuck. Okay, my man. No, yeah, yeah. You take your time, and you. This stuff isn't easy. it was yeah. a fam it was a family yeah ago? it was my i'll try I, i'll try and get it moving my it was my aunt she <sighs> she helped raise me um with my lola my grandma uh she raised me my siblings my cousins we all grew up seeing her after school um and in the later years of her life she was living alone and she got, got sick and we didn't know You know, I told myself I'd be, <laughs> I told myself I'd be good to, to talk about it, but I didn't think about, 
if I could, if I could actually talk about it. My man, <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, yeah. It's like a defense mechanism that your body will do. Yeah. And uh, talking about it is not talking about these things oh, yeah. is not easy. And six months isn't a long time either. Yeah. You know, like post worlds. You know, I had this fire. Like I mentioned, I had this fire, and I'll talk very. You know, for me, I'll be very like because I can't. I'm not going to speak for my family because I can only speak for myself here. But I know the impact it was on them. But you know, I'll speak for myself as my my from from my perspective. Um, post worlds, I had this new this fire reignite reignited in me. I mentioned I was training hard. I was like gaining momentum again. I got I gained some weight back. I was feeling, you know, everything was good. And then I get a we get a bombshell. Um so I'll try and say it quick before I just can't like I just like just can't talk anymore. Um my aunt was sick. Um she had I believe stage four ovarian cancer. And if I can explain it, you will, you may get a better understanding why it's been hard for me, or for my, for me, not just you know my family. Uh, she, she was sick. We didn't know was how bad it was, and she was scheduled to do surgery on a Monday, and she ended up taking her own life. Uh, the night before her, the um, pre-op uh, appointment. Um, Jesus, John, I'm sorry to hear this. The hardest thing, not just losing her, was knowing that my mom and my aunt, my other aunt, uh, so my mom has, uh, they were her and four sisters. She was one of the sisters. Right. Um, they were with her the night before it happened, just getting her ready, getting her prepped, you know. Mm. So the hardest thing for me was that, you know, when she did do it, I got a text that, that you know, on that day, my dad texted me. Um, and the hardest thing for me to learn was, like I said, not just losing her, but I found out it was my mom who found her. And I'm, I can't even like, like there's yeah. so much to process in, the, in that moment i'm like what just happened and then like is my mom okay is you know obviously she's not she my my aunt left a note and everything which i've read like a hundred hundreds of times just to, this you know you you try and decipher things you know <sighs> and yeah since that that was like i said october 6th i believe it was everything just it was tough and that wasn't and unfortunately that wasn't the, that wasn't the last thing that happened but uh i think the hardest thing is just watching your family and just people you care about so much just being complete pain and you can't do anything about it But so after that point, I, you know, after you process things, you, for me, you know, how, how have I always dealt with things? I just, I always want to do well. 
um, you know, for myself and, you know, for those I care about. That doesn't, that doesn't just mean my family, right? Um, so, like I said, going into Sheffield, I just, that's where my mind, my mind was. I just wanted to have fun. I told myself, like I was trying to say, I told myself I'd have fun no matter what. And I would enjoy being on the platform because I hadn't, I hadn't genuinely enjoyed myself on the platform since 2019. Cause there's always been some type of like obligation or just some chain holding me in the sense of like, you gotta do, you know? Mm. And fortunately, you know, I think I did, I did, I did right. Even though I didn't have the performance, I, technically wanted i still i still went out and had fun i don't know I, I i can talk to you about um i had a good conversation with abdul um one of my old friends messaged me as well after the competition um but so after that october um the next month or i, was, I don't know september november my <laughs> There's so much. It's crazy. It's, um, my brother's partner, we found out she was sick. Um, you know, and it's the same same type of thing. I won't go into it. I haven't, I haven't talked to them about if they want their privacy, but they, they, she was sick. Um, we didn't know how bad it was, but it was, it was pretty scary for... It's still ongoing, actually. And then after that, uh, I'm sure she doesn't mind. Nina's mom got sick. Um, it was uh, in December I remember waking up Nina was crying and I was like because uh, she told me that her mom was sick the day before and I wake up to she's crying and I'm like oh fuck oh fuck you know yeah. but it was uh, I don't know how I don't want to go too deep because I haven't talked to them about their privacy on that but it was pretty serious extremely serious rather and scary and Nina had to fly back and uh, kind of be with them, and that's still ongoing as well. Um, so it was just like a lot of, a lot of adversities and a lot of like things that happened to people I love uh, that are completely out of my control. Yeah, that's so, scary. That's stressful. So the only thing I can do is I want to just do well, and and what I do, right? Like what Panda said. Some people play guitar. Some people will play the piano which i which i do <laughs> you know and some people lift weights um and i just happen to be extremely good at lifting weights you know and it's the best way i can express myself you know so i want to be strong because i want to i don't necessarily like look to be a rock but if i can be hope a pillar or whatever you know just if it takes a little bit off them you know like i said not just my family but nina's family and like my friends then that's it that's everything you know um like i said it's it's different it, it cut this with the one with my aunt cut so much deeper than any other loss I've had before, you know, I've had friends pass away. I've had friends who've uh, taken their lives as well. Uh, when I was in college, 
you know, those are absolutely devastating. But, you know, it's different when it's like someone who you saw growing up raised you and it's just, you, you, you know, you never think, you never, there's like, you know, it's always that. You never think, there's no way you ever think this person would do that. You know, you, you have those conversations where you just like, uh, we, like where were they mental you know where where were they in those last in the last day you know like in their in their own in their own mindset you know but um that's where i was in sheffield you know if you so if you're asking it's just sheffield was almost i just wanted to, like i said i just wanted to have fun but it wasn't i had already handled so much going into it that the you know, being number one, whatever, it even more so. I didn't even. It's not that I don't care about it. It's just that it seems small. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. Um, it was difficult for you to to get going, but you, dude, you did amazing right there. Uh, you are a strong guy. You're a strong dude, my man. And um, yeah, it makes sense. Like for sure, it's a sport, and in the bigger picture, what does sports mean? But it also it does help sometimes when you're like when you have tragedy and you're hurting. It I when people live long enough, you're going to start losing family members, friends, etc. Yeah. And you will know some people in the family that'll step up and and be that shoulder for everyone else. And you appreciate it because I've seen it. And it does mean something for someone to hold it together. And it gives other people courage to hold it together. When everyone would totally understand if you just fell to pieces. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's funny you mentioned that documentary. Like, like I said, I haven't seen it. And uh, right after I hit my third deadlift, I just went to the back and I just started. I was just like crying. So it's 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 funny the parallels there to me. Yeah, I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to make sure when I talk about this that anyone who's listening has a has a good grasp and understands when I she's my aunt she's my aunt right but my family is very close and it's not that she didn't live far away she lived like 10 minutes away Uh, I, I, I me all my cousins all my siblings we went to her house every day I mentioned this we went to her house every day after school her and my Lola uh, my grandma would take care of us while our parents were at work. And I just wanted to make sure everyone knows when I say my aunt, she's my my tita. Tita means aunt, which is, you know, it's very close to Tia. Um, But for this particular aunt, we called her Nanai. Oh, sorry. Uh, in 
the Philippines in Tagalog, uh, nanay means mother. Because uh, she didn't have any kids. So... So we were all her kids. I just wanted to make that clear. Uh, she was like a second mom to all of us, me, my siblings, and my cousins. Uh, I'm actually the pretty much one of the youngest cousins out of my out of my. Uh, my generation, uh, a lot of my older cousins, they have kids now and stuff, you know, and um, even their kids, my cousin's kids grew up with her in the same situation. They, Their kids went to school and they went, you know. Uh, something I wanted to make sure everyone knew. Um, I mentioned the note she left. Uh, and I just wanted to, you know, I said I'd deciphered I was you know you read it a thousand times but she made sure to end the note uh, saying that she loved us all And, uh, you know, me, uh, and I'm going to speak for myself here. Um, I've my whole life, I've always wanted to do well. Uh, I got caught up in trouble when I was a kid, teenager. I, I got in a lot of fights. I got expelled from school a lot. <laughs> I was prepared to go to adult school if I needed, you know, when as, as I was growing up and, but I always wanted to do well, and I never wanted to make them, never wanted to make my family sad like that again. So I always wanted to give back to them and make them proud. And I'm happy that she, one of the major times I saw her was in, after Worlds 2021, uh, after I won, she came and visited. Uh, along with my family and um, yeah that's one of my uh, not the most recent but that's one of my favorite pictures I have with her so yeah uh, all my aunts they told me she was always proud of me and I understand that life is just like that you know, as time passes. There are things out of our control. Yeah, that's uh that's the big that's the biggest thing I want to add is just make sure 
when I speak about my aunt, that everyone can kind of understand. You know, she wasn't just she wasn't just some aunt that I have that I didn't see, that I only saw like once in, once a year, once a, you know. You know, we were all very close to her, and you know, you always you you always ask yourself questions. I remember my last. My last few months leading into Sheffield, for example, I just I didn't, not that I didn't care about Sheffield, but like I was just I was more focused on that, you know. I'm just making sure everyone, even Nina, Nina got close to her. Uh, Nina would ask her for recipes because they would they would cook. I think that's a major one I wanted to touch on. I just want to, uh, like, so when I speak about this topic, uh, I know it's a very serious and sensitive topic. Um, but you understand that she was a very, she was pretty much a second mom to me. And uh, even, <laughs> even Nina uh, and all my cousins and my siblings, you know. Uh, Yeah, that was, that was that was the main that was the major thing I wanted to uh, touch on. What what would you tell somebody who's going through a similar thing if they're listening right now? Take it one day at a time. Breathe. Talk to people you trust and you're very and you are comfortable opening up to. Learn to be comfortable to open up, open up, and then you know. If 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 you're not, um, and keep fighting. That's why. <laughs> that's why. I, that's why. That's why I say that. You know, just keep fighting. You gotta fight. You um. You mentioned you had a friend who got shot. Oh yeah, that's no. That's pretty normal here. How um, is that? That that sounds. That is. Oh, that's uh, that one. He was he was robbing a place. And he ended up getting getting get himself uh, getting himself shot. So uh, those are you know those are the kind of as I grew up. That was kind of like the normal. You just grew uh, for the city I'm from. It's pretty common to uh, or not uncommon <laughs> to get uh, just a lot of the wrong crowd, quote unquote. Um, so this was when you were growing up, when you were in high school. High school, high school. Mm -hmm. Before we like that, we know the Jonathan Keiko that we know today, a grown very... man who's you, you don't know people's backgrounds necessarily, where they come from and and what was going on. So this was a different Jonathan Keiko. I think deep down, I've always been the same. I think we're. Always, I don't think people deep down people. I don't think change. It's just how well do you, can you know yourself. You know, as time passes, how well how well do you really know yourself? Is up to you. You know, um, you're young, stupid, easily influenced. Um, I you, would just what's up? You could have been. Would you, could you have easily been with him when this happened? I like to think I wasn't that stupid to tag along and that type of shit. 
but I mean, you never know. Um, you know these are guys you trust, you know. Um, you know, I had, I mean, come back five, I mean, jump five years later. I had another friend, OD. You know, just like I said, it's just like I've had a lot, you know, I've had a lot of uh, untimely deaths. Yeah, but that's why this one was. I think about these. I think about them a lot, you know, um, and how the path they went down determined their fate. So I think about that when I carry myself. Because I know what it did to their families. So when I say I think about that, I always try and hold myself to doing good or doing better than I than yesterday, at least, you know, just because they'll never have kids. They'll never, these things that I experience in life right now, they don't, they don't have that luxury. So I consider that when I, every time I, every moment I live, I'm very, I'm always grateful to just be here now. Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, if if ever, I suppose if anyone ever wondered why I'm, uh, I suppose I'm. I don't talk about stuff. Or I'm, I suppose I'm just humble. It's because I understand that life is fragile, and there's not a lot of time. Really, there's no time to just for noise. or to make things bigger than you are because there, you know, all you have is you, you know? Um, but yeah. How long have you been with Nina? About almost 10 years. I think in July it's 10 years. Holy smokes. Yeah. We were just chatting about it. Yeah. Holy a decade. So she's been yeah, around I know. for a huge chunk of these things. A little bit. Yeah. And, uh, we've, we've, grown together and we, we've had that privilege to grow together you know um we work together and everything um if she needs to lean on me that's fine if i need i lean on her more than i probably should but she's okay with it you know um but yeah it's just man yeah and i like uh i was just thinking about this today like I went for a walk just outside and I know like, like I live in a, in a, in a nice neighborhood where we are now, like a nice, like a nicer neighborhood, right? Where it's okay to, you're, you're safe to go walk. Uh, even the, like during the day and even during nighttime on, to be fair. And like a lot of like 90, 90% of the rest of the places there's no, don't do not go walk at night, you know? That's just what I grew up in, and that's just what was normal to me. I didn't realize that was not a thing in all and every, everywhere, you know. 
Um, what was the neighborhood you were like when you were growing up? We moved out of there when I was like 13. But that was like, no, you don't, don't, don't go outside. You know, you hear gunshots every now and again. Um, it, was a, it was a little more active south, a little more south of that. But, um, Yeah, like especially when I was growing up, the gang the gang activity was like way more, way more than it is nowadays, honestly. But where was this story? Where I live? Uh, at the time when you were younger, it's the same place, Fresno. It's just a different Okay. part of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got you. Like we just kind of moved further away from it in the same city. Okay, I'm not familiar because I'm Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. in Canada, Sorry. Yeah. so Yeah. I Yeah. 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 Like back then, man, it was just like. man it's it's it was like normal you go to you go to school uh you know some like even in honestly even in like late elementary school some guys would already be like hey bro my big bro you know my big bro can vouch for you my big bro's in this you know what i mean Really? yeah because that's influence you you know it's his older brother he's gonna listen to him right Right. Uh, you know, but we're kids. We're stupid. And then by the time you get to high school, it's like, hey, man, I've known this guy. He's my this guy's been my friend for years. I've known him since elementary school. All of a sudden, hey, hey, get, get, let's let's go. Let, you know, let's go do something. Let's go do something. Let's go hit up this place. You know, like for me, I I got I was like, I'd rather I was I was like I got into a lot of fights. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why why do you think you got into a lot of fights? That's how weird. It was just a you just gotta check someone, right? Like <laughs> it was <sighs> you're stupid. That's the thing. You're stupid. That's literally it. Why do you fight? You're stupid. If you wanna go fight, go 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 get go box go box. Go to a boxing gym. You know, that's what they would tell us, you know. You wanna fight so much, go to go to a boxing gym over there, you know? Go lift some weights. That's why I started lifting weights, you know? Is that why to get like aggression out and channel it? A little bit, yeah. I mean, like, like I mentioned, I like, uh, like I watch anime and Rocky. I like, I was always like open to that. I was always like, oh, that's pretty cool, right? Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, you're dumb. You're a dumb little bo fucking boy. <laughs> so you know, it's, it's definitely not gonna help, or it's definitely not not going to help. You know, to just go go uh, Stay busy. get to yeah, stay busy. Stay busy. Stay busy and get and, and learn to say no. That was the thing. Stay busy and learn to say no. And do you have, do you keep in contact with any of these people that went the wrong route or are you, you kind of just gone verge different routes and there's really no going back because it's not a good It's idea? yeah, it's been it's been a long time. And I've Like, are they aware now that you won world championships and the world records and everything you've done? I feel like I've been messaged like a hair, just like a once, just like congrats, bro. You know, and you just say, "Oh, thanks, bro." You know, but I've, I, what I appreciate is that it's been pretty respectful. You know, you just like we're we're, we're adults. We're we're they see that I'm doing my own thing over there. You know, I never got and the fortunate thing for me, I never got too deep into shit like that. Um, 
because I always tried to stay aware. And I was like, hey, I know this is probably something stupid. This is probably, you know, you know, like. Yeah. And do you think, um, like, some of these people from the older neighborhood, do you think they're watching now and they're proud as well when they see, like, okay, look, there's one yeah. powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had a guy at the gym come up. He's old, old, old friend of mine. He wasn't really, you know, but I know he was just like, like an OG with me kind of thing, right? Um, man, I don't even know. Am I considered an OG now? But uh, <laughs> I think I'm getting there. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Time flies. Right? Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> He's just like, oh, bro, like, I haven't seen you in so long, but I've been seeing you've been doing well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've seen you on the news because I've been on the local news here um, a handful of times. But yeah, they've they've, they've definitely they see it, and I know they're I know they're proud because I never, you know, the ones that didn't have problems, obviously. But <laughs> well, I mean, you know what? Life is funny sometimes. When I was younger, if I had like issues with people, um, like later on in life, when things started changing for me and at certain points, I was like on a reality TV show and stuff like that. Like as a cast member, people reached out that I was in there and I started like visiting cancer camp for kids to start talking to high schools and stuff, doing public speaking. And, um, and people reached out and were like that I, we, we had straight up problems and they just knew me through that, but we still came up at the same time. We still were in the same cities and our older brothers would know each other. And some people would reach out and they would be like, man, you're doing good. And I'm proud. And like, you yeah. keep doing, you keep doing what you're doing. You're, you're doing the right thing. Cause it's above, it's like, why not want someone, you know, to do well, you know? You'd be it's surprised like, how quickly yeah. you kill a beef when you see someone do good out of your neighborhood. And you're like, all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you realize too, we're older now. Yeah. You carry a beef from when we were younger. Like, what was that? Yeah. Like? Oh, was that and, yeah. Exactly. That you, you'd be surprised. I mean, I bet you there's some people who've seen that and probably even people who um may not feel comfortable reaching out to you, but see <laughs> what you're doing and are like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. You know, keep pushing, yeah. keep doing what you're doing. It's um life's a trip, man. And and how old are you right now? I'm 30. Dude, you still got so much yeah. ways to go. Yeah, I turned 31 in three months. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially with a sport that you're in, uh, like strength lasts forever. You know, Taylor Atwood didn't have his big performance until he was 838.5 until he was already into his 30s. Um, so who knows it's around the corner, but even in terms of like life, in terms of maturing and the different things you're going to go through, um, thirties are a doozy, my man. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I know. Uh, that's what I'm, I've been, uh, I've been told rather. Uh, yeah. so, you know, yeah, I understand that, you know, time doesn't stop. So this is a fact. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you, um, added all this it all adds perspective um, to even just like for people to, for everything you've said and even like understanding yourself, you know, cause some people just think like you just um, appear and they have no idea where you come from and they have no idea your background or what you've been through. And you can't tell sometimes by meeting people. Um, I think Jurens was actually on the podcast and he said like, 
some people will like feel way too comfortable talking about you as though they know you know you when they don't know your background. And they might say something that could be, and your reaction might be far more offended than they think. And they're like, what are you getting all so uptight about? It's like, but you yeah. don't know my background, man. Yeah. Jurens mentioned, somebody has mentioned something about like your mother or whatever. And Jurens was like, you don't even know what my relationship with my family might be or what kind of yeah. nerve you could be hitting. Like, just don't do, don't, don't cross certain lines. Yeah. You don't know what you're treading on. Like you could like ruin somebody's day. <laughs> like you can, you yeah. could bring that, you could bring up something that really, if you knew you wouldn't bring it up, you would just leave it exactly. just for out of humanity's sake. You'd be like, that was a shitty thing to say, but you don't yeah. know. It shows people a little bit of boundaries as well. Right. Unless people understand as well as like, um, people listening and not only do they understand you more, but some people listening and you're saying what they need to hear and they relate to it on certain levels, not even directly, but, um, but nevertheless, if you pull through this or certain decision makings, or you going through certain losses and this is what you did and it helps, man, it helps to hear these things. We all do this. Like when we, I, I read books and whatnot for inspiration. When, when you're going through a tough time, you throw on certain podcasts, read certain books or whatever it is, you know? And, um, yeah, that's what I do you. with, that's what I do with anime. Honestly, it's the same thing. It's a story. As long mm -hmm. as you choose, I mean, as long as you are watching the appropriate anime or reading, obviously reading the appropriate book, mm -hmm. you know, there are things you, you could take away from it, mm -hmm. you know? Um, 100%. That's the one thing that's separate. That's, that's what humans, man. We take courage from each other. Yeah, we take inspiration from each other. That's our biggest advantage than any other animal on this earth. Is uh, we get stronger with each other through our communication. It means something for us for sure. Um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on and um, sharing all the extra tidbits, sharing all the details. I'm a long way, my man. I'm sure she. I'm sure, <laughs> uh, you know. If you were wondering whether she was proud, how could she not be if you came from where you came from and you ended up where you ended up? Yeah. Um, she got to say a lot. She got to say a lot. I, I appreciate you, sir. I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you. With me. Um, and obviously the door is always open. I appreciate that, man. Not even just like a podcast. Though. Yeah, just like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> We've talked about this in the DM. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, for sure. I've, it's, I've had some conversations with people like that. I met through the community, man. It helps talking helps, huh? Just, yeah. Talking helps. You have to learn, you just have to learn how to like some people are like, Hey, I want to talk, but then they, they don't know how to talk. Oh, they, they're not ready to talk or they just right. don't, you know? Um, but you just have to learn, uh, just practice, practice it. If anything. So, you just get the ball rolling. Yeah, you just get the ball rolling. Practice it and learn how to just speak. Speak for yourself. Speak what you not what someone else is feeling, but speak what you're feeling. Mm. You know, you know, because you can only the only person you can ever speak for is for yourself. Um, one time I reached out to a friend and I shot him a text and I said, um, I said, I said what happened, and and it was, it was bad. And then I put, but I said what happened. And I put LOL. I was like, man, this fuck it, this just happened, man. And I put LOL. And then he shot a text back and he's like, why did you put LOL at the end of that? 
There's nothing funny about what just what you just texted me. So you don't have to lighten this up. You don't have to be that guy for me. You just tell me. You're 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 in trouble right now, huh? I'm like, Fuck. and then he just called me. He's yeah. like, just call me. And he knew. He's like, you wouldn't have reached out to me if you didn't want to talk. And you put LOL because you're like, boy, boom, calls me up and puts me on the spot. And he's like, we're going to talk. And then, you know, whatever it was. And he's like, we're going to meet up. This isn't a phone conversation. And sometimes, you, dude, my dude, <laughs> something like that. At the right point in time, you need that. Yeah. That's becomes, where that's, yeah. It becomes like a core, very important type of thing, you know? That you'll remember you got to hang on to people like that yeah people who can read you like that who are like uh that they are a gift in your life for sure yeah nina can read me like like an open book so she, 10 years she, later she, yeah she get yeah so we're pretty much married it's always we're, we're essentially married at this point so um so anything any little thing she's like hey what's wrong i'm just like fuck <laughs> you know <it's> like <laughs> It's a, it's like a superpower, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a gift and a curse, man. Sometimes you don't want to get into it. You're like, ah, okay. I guess yeah. we're doing this right now. Yeah. I mean, looking at Sheffield, is that why like your approach to it during the actual event itself, um, were you like more present during it in terms of like talking to people in terms of the actual event itself, looking out, seeing the crowd and, um, or did you flip it and you were in zombie mode and you're like, I cut my emotions off. That's what I used to do. I was literally like a robot, like, uh, Hey, go see that bar, go lift it. Okay. You know, Mm. but like I mentioned, I told myself, um, I would enjoy this and I let myself just, I told myself and I was, I was able to do it. I was able to kind of like be free and just let loose and go lift. And I hadn't had that in so long, you know? Um, I didn't even know the standings. I just was like, just load whatever. I'm just going to do, I'll go do it. What do you, you know, they give me a range. I'm like, I don't know. Just give me this, you know? Mm. Um, uh, like I mentioned, uh, it was very interesting. Uh, I spoke to Abdul, 105. Uh, we were at the banquet post meet, and he comes up to me. He's like, "Man, the person I saw in the warm room, me and him were on the same platform warming up. He's like, the guy I saw warming up with me was not the same guy I saw in South Africa. Really? Completely. He said, completely, completely different person. And I think the biggest thing there was I was." I told myself after processing what happened with my aunt and all the other things, um, is I would let myself, I would be happy. No matter what, I'm going to be happy at this competition. That was the biggest thing for me. That was like literally like priority number one. So, and then like it's on the same thing. One of my old friends messaged me on Instagram. He was like, hey man, congratulations. I saw you on stream. That look in your eye, I haven't seen that since 2019 from you. Like he said, like there, he, cause he, he knows me. He's known me for like fucking 12 years now. He's like, that's the John I know. He said from Sheffield. He said, 
he said he was he knew it was done at that point. He was just like, to me, that means a lot because that's what I I was trying to have fun again. You know, be free, just go and lift, get lift weights, and just freely, like you know, express myself. You know, in in that sense, and that that was extremely like profound when he said that to me. He's just like, man. I saw the look, I saw that I saw you on stream I saw you the look in your eye and then bro I haven't seen that from you since 2019 and I, he was like it made me so happy he was like that's the John I know that's what he said to me and I was just like bro like and you don't even realize it you know for how for so long um, Some, sometimes when you change like um you 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 change and you stay in that change for so long you don't even recognize you don't you don't re- recognize yourself anymore you know yeah um so a, a big part of that was, you know, losing my aunt and the way in the way that happened. Um, you know, you have some very serious you have to have some very serious conversations with not just yourself and you know the the, the closest people around you. You have to check on them, you know. I, I, I'd always be checking on my mom, you know, and I was trying to get her to start exercising and just you know, just things like that, you know, the just making sure she's okay and um the thing with my family is that we're all pretty damn independent mm-hmm. and that's like a that could be a double-edged sword because it's hard to like come into their space and check on them sometimes you know um but yeah you know you have this serious conversations with yourself and you just that was that's what that's what like that's what came out of it. I was like, I have to, I can't be unhappy going into this. That's like, I will, that's, there's no, that's just not a thing. I can't do that. You know, it's, it, you know, and it's tougher to be like, it's tough to force happiness in, in, in but yeah, I mean, obviously. Right. But one of the things you can do, there are steps you can take to help anyways, a couple things, you going into this saying, I'm not going to wrap it up with too much and like wrap it up with this means I'm the number 193 again. This means I'm on my pathway to worlds. This means like it, when you wrap stuff up too much, it gets tough and it starts changing the moment. One thing you can do, and it's tough to force happiness, but you could be like, I'm just going to be present. Just let me be present. And then so just by being present, now you're appreciating little things like I'm going to see friends I haven't seen in a while. 2,000 people flew, bought plane tickets, hotel tickets, bought tickets to watch me perform and do my thing. That's special. Some people will never experience that in their life. It, we're talking about artists, musicians, painters. Some people paint, play the guitar or whatever, and they will never in their life, no one will ever come and see them perform or show up at a gallery and look at their paintings or they'll never reach that level. You reached a level where people are changing countries, flying in, buying tickets to see you perform. And if you overly think about other things and shut off so that you're hyper-focused, shut off so you're a zombie and just focus on the mission because you're trying to be the number 193 again, yeah, you could miss it. But if you're like, you know what? I did that for a couple of years. Let me just, let me just be present and enjoy this. Try yeah. to enjoy the day because fucking that day may never come again. You're never exactly. guaranteed these days. Yeah. 
you know, and that was the thing. I just needed to, I wanted to be present and just kind of celebrate being there because that's something I didn't have. Uh, like I mentioned, since every me I've done since past 2019, there was always some type of like, again, obligation, some type of like angle why I'm doing this meet, you know? Mm -hmm. But I came into Sheffield uh, and without getting too philosophical, I suppose it's just, you know, you had to find, you have to, you had to find your inner peace and you had to, you know, and just be present and enjoy it. And I, that was, that was literally my biggest goal going into Sheffield. I didn't give a fuck about numbers. It was just like how, how, like, let me just be here right now and just enjoy this and whatever happens, happens. You, you know, it's in the recap show. Um, I haven't dropped it yet, but me and Eric Helms were talking about this and I mentioned how, you know, you missed your third squat came out for bench, no worse for wear. Like it didn't bother you at all. Like you, you and, and you are the epitome of consistency, right? And that was obviously the only one you missed. So like, it's a very good day yeah. anyways, but you for so long, never missed period. And, um, when you missed your third squat, when I was watching, I was interested how you bounce back because you almost never miss. And sometimes when someone almost never misses, when they finally do, like last time we saw you miss, you didn't have another lift. So it was hard to tell how it would have yeah. impacted you. So it's like, oh, this is the first time we've seen John in a battle, a battle miss and have to pick himself up and continue to fight. This will be very interesting. And that was your last squat. You entered the bench press event and ended up breaking a world record. And it was like, okay, he will respond within battle and continue. And, um, and you could tell, like you were obviously uber focused. That one video yeah. footage of you when Gavin was leaving yeah. the deadlift. Yeah, that shit went like viral. So Dude, that, like, was <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. On this actual stream, <laughs> on the stream, my commentary, I watched that unfold and I said, Oh my God, that was a beautiful like capture on screen. Like it was so cinematic. Um, but it also perfectly captured the the intensity and emotions. One lifter is leaving the platform having finished their day, and he was bumping himself like I did it. He hit a PR deadlift, and oh my god, but the next lifter's on deck. And he's waiting to cap re like regain the lead, and it's not over yet. And you were, you know what? What were you? What was going through your mind in that moment? Were you? What were you thinking? I told my another thing. I said, um, I wouldn't be a robot, but I would still have a calm, but intense, so I could stay level headed, hmm. because. Lots of stupid decisions are made out of emotion, right? What I was thinking on that third deadlift was I saved it because I knew if I did, I knew like if I if I if, if it was too early, I'd have a hard time. But when I got to my third deadlift, I was just thinking about my aunt, the one who passed away. I was thinking about. Oh damn it! Yeah, that's everything I just talked about. I was thinking about her. I was thinking about Nina. 
and her mom. That was it. That's you know, I, I was like, I can, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna do this deadlift at seven fifty five. I've done this, you know, and I was just like, let me just be here right now, and let me show you, let me show, you, let me show you guys, you know. That's where I, that's where I, that's where I was. That's that why right after. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's why that's why right after. Like, I was happy. I didn't start crying on the platform like I've done before. <laughs> you know, ironically, that's true. That's you, you true. Know? You made it off the platform. I made it off. That's like, a PR. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll make it off this time. <laughs> I'll make it off this time. Uh, you know, I had fun. I was like, you know, I've, I like being just, you know, like. It's just like my personality. I just like being goofy. Just it's just how I am, you know. And just uh, not that I don't take things seriously, but you know, we have to find the funny thing. You know, we have to not be so serious at everything sometimes. You know, right? Because um, I, you know, that kills people, that ages people. And um, so, you know, I thought about that. You know, uh, the crowd was awesome, and I was, I was, I was, I was playing as the crowd chanted cheered you know i walked off and not even like five steps i'm like i don't know if you saw but when the camera goes to the back there's like a little door that goes downstairs mm -hmm. i went through that door I, I didn't even make it i didn't even make it through the door i just started i like fell i just started crying was it uncontrollable were you just like no i was like bawling i was like like you know those you know those like pain cries yeah where you're just like you have to like vocalize it crying you know it was like that um but yeah that's what that's that's where i was and when 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 you when that hit was it is it just because you had shoved a lot aside until you completed this mission and then all of a sudden it dawned out it all it just all came out and there was no uh, more it was it was the same you know like what you mentioned it was just let me show you that we can be strong. But once it's you know once once it's done, let me have my turn to cry. Yeah. The fuck. Holy shit, dog. When you just said that, holy smokes, that got me for a second there. Yeah. It uh. What a freaking story wrapped up. You know, when you see Sheffield and having all you guys on here um, and being able to tell your background stories and like life is tough and beautiful at the same time, man. And uh, first off, like I, it's an honor to have you guys on here to, to, to share this and people like will, will draw strength from it themselves you know, and hear these stories just like when they watch like the last dance and they draw strength from it. And, um, when you guys come on here and share these, man, it, it, it's such a remarkable story. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And I, when I look back and it's been like a week, right. I'm really, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm actually really proud of myself. I'm happy that I went in and, hit pretty much all the markers i had all the markers i wanted besides my numbers and mm -hmm. i'm okay with that <laughs> like it's fine i don't care you know like i i enjoyed myself and i came out 
exactly like I was sad about what I was sad about was my numbers, but everything else I was happy about because I was, you know, for a moment I was like, I didn't hit the numbers I wanted, but that's not what matters. That's not what I'm here for. You know, I had to remind myself that in the, in the moment, all what matters is I keep pushing because I keep moving forward anime quote there, but, uh, you just, I just had to, you know, just stay strong. And you know, yeah. It, the the thing is too, like you can't. Um, I mean, you know this more than anybody. But winning sometimes you just you just take the win, and it just winning itself is is a massive. Like when when I think about twenty twenty one Nats, or I think in in the beautiful battle you had with Gavin, or I think about the battle you had with Gustav. Right? You when I think about those, you'll remember those numbers. But most people don't remember the numbers. They remember watching the battle and how they felt. You know, you remember, people will remember how you made them feel watching. And you were always entertaining right down to the very last deadlift. You were always like, you know, you're like, you're that hero that don't worry, he'll figure it out and win in the end. You know, so it's in terms of what the last deadlift was. It's the fact that it, here we are again. It's come down to the last deadlift. Now you got to yeah. come out. You know that's that's it, that's far more important. Numbers, you're going to hit numbers all over the place. If you actually wanted to, you could do a local meet and just blow it up. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, <laughs> if, yeah. <laughs> if you want numbers, right? Yeah. You'll hit 900 kilos for sure. You'd be like, all right, well, I'm yeah. going to do exactly this. No travel and just walk over there and blow it up. But but th- that's not as that's not the story. You got to battle Gustav Hedlund. You got to battle Gavin Eden. You got to battle Chance Mitchell. Like that's where people are going to make. That's what Jonathan Keiko does. And he goes out on his shield. You know, it's, um, and Emil Krastaff. And it, it feels like the list is, is huge at this point, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like a group of like, you know, at a point, it's going to be like a group of like ten of us. I feel like it's, it's only going to be like let me like let me like because <laughs> like, now you have all of freaking, us, you know. Now you have Bryce Lewis, <laughs> yeah. who's who's around and um, you know, talking to Eric Helms like Bryce Lewis, former world champion in the one hundred fives. In terms of the guys that you face, um, and apparently Bryce Lewis is totaling nine hundred kilos in the gym, but he can't. He's got to get that. Uh, the weight cut figured out. I mean, he was pacing right. to hit the Carpino one and missed it with his last deadlift. But you always have, you know, a, a murderer's row of people. And, and people watched Sheffield and now are starting to hum and haw about coming over to the IPF because like, oh my God, yeah. did it look like so much fun? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> you know, so it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, one of my, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how much people have talked about, but when I walked out, uh, I don't even know what attempt it was. One of my first thoughts, I was like, "Man, Russ would love this." Yeah. <laughs> I was you like, "What am I?" That's I was so like, "Man, Russ would love you... this. What is he doing? So... He should be." It's so <laughs> you know? funny you said that. Yeah. But um, oh my god, can you imagine Russ in that yeah. environment? Oh my god, that's his. That's that's his environment. 100%. He loves. He loves that, and I'm like, man, I know he's he's looking at this, and he's like, man, that looks fun. <laughs> He would eat it up, man. Yeah. Um, how would you feel like if Russ came over? He's gonna be an 83, but he won't be maybe by the time he comes over, he goes 93. 
would that be weird for you guys to be battling it out? It obviously wouldn't be the same. We're like, I'm not expecting any trash talk like him and Brandon. That's for sure. You guys are, I know he would never, but um, you're also at the same coaching and, you know, it was never. I'd I'd be surprised if he went 93 because that's like pretty heavy for him. But he might not feel 93, but he might. Oh, like, like, like come in. Cause if he, look at, he did 885 at you know, 90 kilos and he traveled the world to South Korea. If he comes over and he might go 83, uh, just to, just to push up the 83 title, whatever, but he might go 93 and be a small 90, like walk in at 90. He might tell himself if I could replicate 885, you know, maybe I don't need to be in a full 93. Oh my goodness. Would that not be an absolutely. That'd be fun. Yeah. That would be insane. <laughs> yeah. That would be absolutely yeah. insane. Um, have you thought of that much? Where it's like, oh my god! No, I... that's that's way down the road. I'm not thinking about that too much. It, that's yeah. like that's too many what ifs and that's far true. down the road. Yeah. See, that's the problem with me. I'm a what if guy. I, yeah, I, super I'm, what if. Yeah. I'm like um, <laughs> Doctor Strange before he they fought Thanos and he did like every single the million possible. the million my scenarios dude, <laughs> my dude i am mr scenario in my head and like 99 of them never happened it's like why even especially like sometimes like worrying about stuff and i catch myself and i'm like yeah dude you're worrying about so much that probably will never happen you're worrying about this something that's more that's pretty improbable <laughs> yeah you know it's just or you know just in general like with life yeah but but it, yeah, I'm I try not to. But um so now that you're on the other side of Sheffield, um, are you how much are you focusing on worlds like you've sent in the invitation and you're going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you're you're officially yeah, that's okay. it. I'm in. Yeah. So how much are you focusing on this right now? Or have you allowed yourself to? It's only been a week. Some people haven't even returned to training yet. I'm very happy where I am. And I'd like to just it's the same thing i don't i'm just gonna go in and enjoy it and be present again mm. and i'm you know and i'm not gonna fall into what the bigger thing i was worried about is another reason why we wanted the break is i didn't want to fall into that perpetual thing again of just like you got to do this meet to do this meet to do this you know mm. and so going into this world i just want to the exact same thing i had for sheffield is just i want to be present for myself and and, and enjoy it and also to an extent when you're always looking for the next thing you're not even like present in your day-to-day life because you're exactly hyper focused you you're living in the future that hasn't happened yet right and it lasts a day so for three months you're not fo- you're not present for one day and yeah and that's where you being present is huge it's a very forgotten art I feel like for a lot of for a lot of uh, people, this this yeah, you've gained a lot of perspective in the last six months. Like this, you had you had essentially some life altering events, and not yeah. all of it. You 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 can improve yourself in a lot of ways. Really, like, you know what? This changed the way I view a lot of things. I'm worrying about things I don't need to. Or I'm, you know, would you say there is some? You know, your what? What would you say? No, I would agree. Um, I feel like I've always I've always had this kind of a mindset, just outlook, I suppose, perspective. But um, that was really a breaking point, I suppose, of I 
how can I vocalize it? How can I express it better for myself? Because I, I, I know what I want. I know what I believe. I've always, I've always been like this, but I could never fully, I never learned. I never could, I could, I could never fully vocalize it. I could never, you know? Mm. So that's something I started working on. That's something, you know, that's something I was like, I have to do this. You know, there's just, this, this just has, this has to happen, you know, f- for me. And that was a, the process of me enjoying my being present and being happy, you know, mm-hmm. that's a, you know, you can't just be like, oh, well, yeah, I'll be happy when I get there. You know, no, you, you have, it has to start now. You have to, you have to start working on it for yourself. And I remember I had, I've, you know, I had a million conversations with myself and, you know, again, I always, I always bounce. I always talk to Nina um, and some close friends. And I'm just like, like, I owe, I owe it to myself, um, my aunt. That's crazy. Even when I say, like, I don't even say her name. It's just, it, it, it makes you, like, you know, stop. It makes you, you know. Yeah, I just owe it to everyone, everyone I care about to just be happy. If any, you know, like, and because I can't be strong. There's no point in being strong if you're not happy. That's, that's well said. Like, you're a fool if you think, if you don't think that, you know, or <laughs> yeah, so uh, that became a major priority or, or as per, you know, just uh, obviously everyone wants to be happy, but some people don't realize maybe sometimes that they're doing things that are making that an uphill battle, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So those are the, again, those are the types of uh, some of the conversations, you, you know, like I said, a million times you, you have with yourself and, and others. So this Malta trip is going to be entirely different for you then. And, and oh, yeah. look at Malta's freaking beautiful. Oh yeah. The, oh, yeah. the buildings, the, the structures, like obviously it was a part of the Roman empire. You, I don't know how into oh, history. Shit. You I didn't know. That. <laughs> oh yeah. It was, we're going to see some crazy stuff. With what it. the heck? All right. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. That sounds, yeah. That sounds, that sounds awesome. That sounds fantastic actually. Um, yeah, like post, like other meets, I would be like, oh, I'll just leave right away. I get back to work, blah, blah, blah. Um, but at Sheffield, I stayed like an extra three days, four days. And I, we were, really? I, 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 I took a trip to London with Jesus and his family, you know? Uh-huh. And we walked around all day. And those are just memories I'll have for the rest of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a good day. Um, I'll, even, I'll probably remember those, like what we did there. With, uh, with Nina and Jesus and his family. Like, we, we ate lunch, we ate dinner together. Um, I got to go uh, just walk around London and just, just be a local, pretty much, you know? Um, and that's that's it, man. That's life, man. Like, holy shit. Like, what else can you ask for? You know, that, that's like, that's like a dream. You know, those are those are things you like think about when you're young. You're just like, man, I wonder, well, I wonder if I'll ever have a reason to be in London and just walking around. You know, you have the, you know, you think about shit like that. You just and like when I'm there, I'm just again, I'm present. I'm like, hey, man, this is this is tight. I love this. I'm 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 like this is this is it. You know, this I'm 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 excited to be here. 
I've had these kind of conversations um, with actual with, with Gavin, and I was we were in Turkey together commentating, but I've been in in, in like the accommodation. This was for Junior Worlds, uh, oh, okay. and, yeah. and in the accommodations weren't amazing, but and he was like, you know, the the the, the food, the hotel, and I'm like, dog, I'm having the time of my life, and it's because I am that guy who also like I sometimes tell Gavin like this is all an excuse to hang out fly around the world eat foods see cultures you'll never see meet people invite them into your life some people will stick around just for a few years and you enjoy those few years some people stick around for a here on out and just this is all an excuse man this is all just like what is it if you really think through it's just you're collecting days together and yeah. um and that's why when i'm at worlds Every day feels important and every day lasts forever. And it's, and I just can't sleep. I go to my hotel room and I don't sleep because I don't want to miss a thing. And, um, and I'm notorious for that. I like it. People, people seem like dog, when's the last time you slept? Like, man, I slept in like three days, but I can't. And I don't mind. I show up no sleep. And I'm like, let's get back at it. And I don't want to miss nothing. And I love it. And it doesn't, I, people talk about certain things about like, Every trip, there's something, you know, there's, there's something that people bring up that they didn't enjoy or whatever. And I'm like, I couldn't have cared less. As yeah. long as I'm with people, my my people, the powerlifters are my people. And like people I know, like I've met you, like, you know, how many times now in like yeah. in real life podcasts through the years. And we've, we've grown together and I've seen you grown and, and like, we've talked about so much, like we just talked about. So when I see you again, like it's just more of your people and you're just like, hang out, enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy the moment. Be present and be like, we are in Malta. Yeah. We're going to be in yeah. Malta. That's, we that's be why. In... I... Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Babe. Yeah. That's why at Sheffield, I was just like, these are all, these are all our people. This whole crowd. These are all powerlifters. Yeah. These are all people who know powerlifting. And I knew that especially because they would get quiet during uh, like a, during a ref ref uh, commands. Oh, like, did they? That's so nice. Oh, wow. Especially like when on my bench, for example. Uh, I'm jumping back to shuffle a little bit. On my bench, you know, I'd unwreck. And it'd be cheering, cheering, cheering. Super loud. The floor's rumbling. People are going crazy. I set up for bench. It's going crazy. I unwreck. Dead quiet. So they can, so you can hear your So I can hear. And I was like, these people... They like they're they're lifters. They know they're here, yeah. you know. And I was like, "That's." And when it got quiet, I was like, "Oh, I, I was like, man, I love you guys, you know." Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, so that's the equivalent of being a musician, and they start singing your songs with exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. That's the equivalent. That's what that was. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. yeah. It, in Malta, you know, I was gonna say we we will be in buildings that are like two thousand years old. Yeah, that's it's, it's crazy. Like, just like we'll think about it, you know. Uh, um, yeah. Like, somebody, <laughs> I, I've I've been in um, Italy, Malta's south of Italy. I've been in Italy before with structures that are like like churches that are two thousand years old. You can run your hand across it and realize somebody like me and you lived two thousand years ago. They're just like us. Two thousand years ago, when they had none of this. And they were chiseling that 
you know, the face or whatever it is that you're running your hand across and just picture there were people just like us living, loving, losing, eating, drinking, doing whatever. And they just lived at a different, completely different time period. And they were in that structure daily. And it's, it doesn't, I am that dude that can literally put my hands on that wall and feel it. It'd be like, I'm going to geek out man. that is, that's oh, I'll be there with you. I'll be there with you. We're going to hold hands and do it together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's, ex- yeah, that's, ex- that's, that's exciting to think about, you know, and you know, what a, what a privilege, you know? I know. Exactly. Yeah. That's the perfect yeah. word for it is a, a privilege, man, to be like, uh, it's, it's really, it's when you think about the fact that like you're on team USA representing your nation, flying around the world, competing in a sport, seeing all the sights you're seeing, engaging in these battles, people from around the world are watching and, and buying tickets and showing up and cheering for you with like, what a bizarre, bizarre world, like life you're living. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like this like is... how, how, yeah. How, how crazy, right? How freaking crazy when you stop to think of it. That's why it's good that while it's happening, not after the fact, but while don't it's happening, it. yes, don't, miss, don't it. miss it. Don't miss it. Don't turn that like a lot of people like I, t- I just flip the switch, turn to a zombie and go through my thing. It's like, ah, okay, you do what you got to do to perform. But I try to tell everybody, especially for the world championships and these international meets, try to be as present as possible if you can, yeah. because you'll look back and you'll wish you did. And yeah. you'll look back when you're older and be like, the competition was cool, but kind of wish I went on that excursion when 20 people left. Yeah, but it was the day before for me. I was competing the next day. You might be like, I kind of wish I did anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when you get older sometimes. And by the way, in uh, Malta, the competition for the first time will be split in two and the middle day is going to be a day off of competition. Like throughout the week? Yeah. Oh, so wow. How cool well, that's cool. That what is super cool. That Boy, means- that's nice. So um, everybody will have that day off. Everyone gets a break. Everybody, Even everybody. the refs, yeah. all the officials. Oh my God. Well, that's just well, smart. They'll have, some people are going to have a meeting like, like, Oh, I see. Yeah. But the lifters, coaches, whatever the hell, um, in a spotters, loaders, like a lot of people are just going to have a day right in the middle. And all of us the same day. So we can all break off into packs and just go just enjoy go somewhere. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And, um, and I don't know exactly what I'd have to take a look at the schedule and schedules change. Yeah. But um, even again, just like we're saying now, even if it's before you lift, I would try to tell everybody like, look, I know you don't want to get too many, get tired, but yeah. do something, grab some people, yeah. find something, maybe find some food. Grab Even if it's, yeah. If, even if it's some food, you got to sit down somewhere. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Like You'll how be all much right. You're, yeah. If you're young and in your prime, you can walk a little bit and it shouldn't fry you. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Like, um, although at the PA Nats, when me and Taylor walked to the barbecue, I never heard a young man. Oh, my goodness. He was like, how much further is it? Taylor, man. It's that. You guys walk that? 
We walked. That was like, it, that was like a that was like a ten minute drive. <laughs> the thing is, I am um, I do ten thousand steps a day. Yeah. So for me, it was nothing. And Taylor's like, "Holy <laughs> shit, dude! I I can tell you do ten thousand steps a day. You're like motoring it over there." But like, yeah. dog, you're Taylor Atwood. You know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it uh it should be good. And is most of Team USA already solidified? Then I think so. As long as people sent so. in their their things, yeah, yeah, their uh, applications. Because a couple people were somewhat teetering, but I think they're going. Taylor obviously was heavily injured for Sheffield. He was somewhat teetering, but I think he's going to go. The thing is, you're not guaranteed to show back up at Sheffield again. Yep. And um, and how cool is Sheffield? <laughs> yeah. Now, like, we were saying, like, imagine doing Sheffield. And then, like, the next week you do, like, a local meet. <laughs> you know, like... Dude, I just... Yeah, not, not, to, not to bash on local, but... Like you, you can't compare those, you know. It's the like, emotional. Yeah. Me, I had a hard time just going back to my normal day job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like yeah. answering emails. I'm an office guy, and I'm like answering emails. Like, dude, just a couple days ago, I could feel the music rumbling through my chest, and two thousand people were losing their minds. And I'm watching a guy like Jesus Oliveras, you know, do the biggest performance we've ever seen in history, tested or untested. Yeah. Absolute privilege. Abs- you know, a privilege. That I, even that I get to call him a friend. Yeah. You know, uh, did you see the clip? I don't know if you remember. It was on my third bench. Uh, he was like hyping me up. Oh, really? No, yeah. I didn't see that. You should go and see that. It was really good. It was uh, probably one of my favorite clips because um, uh, I was getting ready and I just felt like Jesus's like giant presence behind me <laughs> and then he just starts yelling right and i'm just like oh shit like, holy uh, shit uh, we were just your pretty, hair back no we were pretty yeah we were just like cussing <laughs> he, was like, get, he was like get this shit john i was like yeah okay fuck that i was like <laughs> no kidding man yeah you know so yeah what a moment it's cool that like you guys are all team flex um but also like you're gonna be team usa together and uh and you'll be like on these it, it's it's a that's where the one thing so you guys have actually been multiple national teams together and it's about to happen again what's sad to me sometimes is when somebody you've seen several times at the worlds and then this is this is life but a n- new guy shows up and you're like oh it's kind of like let's throw a random person out there like oh germany's got a new 83 I'm not going to see my homie anymore unless he ends up beating this guy again, but maybe this guy's the new guy and he never will. It's like, shit. Well, I guess I just, maybe I don't see that guy much anymore and I don't. And it's like, fuck, that's another thing in life where you realize like that is another reminder how precious it is. And it's not bad because you might be friends with that new dude. And you're like, I'm glad I got to meet this guy. Now I see him for the next few years. And we have these, you know, over drinks and food, you have these, you build these bridges, but yeah, you just got to embrace life, man. Cause you never know. You never know. Like in, again, like in Sheffield, there was like guys who came up to me on the street afterwards and they like caught me and Nina shopping and they're just like, Oh my God. You know, they was like, can we take a picture? Blah, blah, blah. You did well. And you think I'm just like, I, this is like might be the only time I ever see this person in my life. Yeah, you know. So let me make sure I'm not at like you know. Let me be. Let me. Let me. Let me be nice. Let me. You know. 
And it's funny you mentioned that about the teammate things. Um, because when I, I had a conversation with Jesus about, you know, like back, you know, kind of uh, digressing a little, it was just, I was like, oh, you know, like I'm supposed to take a break, blah, 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 right? And he was just like, hey, man, I'll be kind of sad because you've been with a, you know, because uh, Nina uh, and his and Jesus's girlfriend are, are close as well. Um, you know, they're good friends. So we have like a good like dynamic there, right? And he was like, hey, man, we, we, if you don't come, we'll, we're going to really miss you. Because <laughs> I'm not pressuring you, but we'll really miss you, you know? And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> it's but it's true. It's true, you know? It's just so. weird. <laughs> like um, like my friend, Kafwi, who who is like part owner of King of Lifts, he's made the Canadian national team like several worlds in a row. And this year he came in, he plays bronze at the Canadian Nationals. So for the first time in a long time, he's not going to be at Worlds. And last Worlds, you know, you get used to seeing the same people. And people are like, dude, Malta next year is going to be amazing. And um, Kafwi's like, yeah, man, like, you're used to seeing me here, but who knows if I'll make it. I got to battle every single year, right? And um, and yeah, it's like freaking, I've just got used to seeing Kafwi there from like yeah. 2019, yeah. 2019 yeah. till now we're 2023 i would have halfway at the world championships with me now he's not gonna be like that hurts me a little bit man. yeah yeah it, it is what it is. It, it, it is what it is but it stings it's like damn and on the flip yeah. side the guy is going um there's two canadian 83s that are going in they're good guys like i'll get to hang out with them like i hung out one of them's nick manners we hung out in turkey and like I had a great time hanging out with him. So yeah. there's a double side. Yes, you don't see your friend, but you have an opportunity to meet other people. And you don't let that spoil like kind of like your your uh when you came into Sheffield. You don't let that spoil it. Show up, embrace it. You're gonna meet other people. You're gonna have a great time. You know, it, it's keep keep it moving. But uh, yeah, it's interesting, man. And now I kind of get more of your perspective on things where you're like, you know what? I operate good when I free myself. When I'm just enjoying the moment. And when I'm asking you questions like, what if Russ comes? What if you're like, well, what if none of that happens though? Yeah. I'm not even past worlds yet. You know, yeah. you're like, you know, you're more <laughs> present. Yeah. <laughs> you, dude, I think I learned a lot from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this was Mr. What if no more. <laughs> well, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. There is um, one of my biggest things is, I run a lot of what ifs and then I attach emotion to the what if scenarios. And then I got to not do that. And be like, man, what are you doing? Yeah. It, it, it can eat, it can eat you up It'll real quick. Eat 100%. And then you're, and then you're not present because you're living yeah. in what if futureville and with yeah. these emotions attached when you could be present and actually, uh, none of that's real. Yeah. That's all oh. like literally all you have is right now. Like literally. Yeah. Cause you know, there's that saying the past is done. The past is done. The future hasn't happened, and all you have is right now. You know, yeah. so yeah, dude, this has been a therapy. <laughs> Just a therapy for, podcast for both of us. <laughs> what are you even talking <laughs> for, about? Like lifting? <laughs> we we've covered so much ground <laughs> together. We're, we're so much better I'll, off at the I'll, end of this. I'll, yeah, we'll be. I'll follow up next week. <laughs> That's right. We start doing follow up <laughs> sessions, like they're actually session. We call them a session now. These sessions. Yeah. Um, this isn't a podcast. This is a session. That's right. I feel like it was. How much do I yeah. owe you for this session at the end of this? By the way, because this worked. This yeah, was, maybe this... maybe another drink at Worlds. <laughs> Done.
done. Yeah, done. Um, do I think, you? No, sorry, go ahead. Like, no, I was gonna say honestly, like make sure we cover everything we want to cover. But uh, well, was I, say? yeah, I was gonna say, do you want to do uh, the name game, sir? The name game. Yeah. So what the name game? I say a name. You give me either one word or two word answers, or you could tell a story or uh, whatever. But there's no. It can be as simple as. Um, you know, Jesus Oliveras, and you say world's strongest man, or it could be as much as Jesus Oliveras, and you go into let me tell you something about Jesus Oliveras, and you it could there's no right and wrong answer essentially is what I'm saying. Mm, I'll do a few as long as they're they're, they're nice, I guess. <laughs> as as... So here's another thing: you don't gotta go. The answer there's no such thing as a right or wrong answer, so you can. Uh, you you like you give the nice answer. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you don't gotta get controversial is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, uh, don't worry yeah, about no, that. Yeah, no, thank you. That's not my that's not my cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. First one, um, Gavin Aiden. Big squat. No, no words of a lie, that's for sure. Yeah. Um Emil Krastev. Big bench. <laughs> <laughs> this, this one, this one, I think I already know your answer with this trend. Chance Mitchell, big deadlift. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> How about this, um, Gustav Hedlund? We owe each other short swaps. You owe each other what? Sorry, uh, the Team USA oh, and short Sweden. Yeah, swaps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the thing is, like, and I'm as a fan, super excited for Worlds because he did 880. Yeah at uh swedish nationals and you guys are all now like 880 and up and it's gonna yeah. be freaking amazing obviously a mill injured but he did 877.5 so he's capable so it's gonna be freaking fantastic to watch my man um yeah. all right russell or he get better today <laughs> get better now <laughs> get, get better now um jesus Oliveras. Brother from another mother, pretty much. Joey Flex. Mentor. Last one, Nina. Yeah, I was going to say something, but then like, I couldn't. Say it. Everything. Nice. That's, that's what the hair it is. There it is, man. And you were worried. You were worried this would get ugly. <laughs> this ended yeah. up being beautiful. <laughs> Nicely done, yeah. man. And to my competitors, that's like uh, there's more I could say. Like I love, I love, I love them. Like they're not just a big squad. They're not just a big bench. You know, I know. Yeah. I, obviously, you know. But uh, obviously, when you first think of them, it's going to be their standout lift. You know. Well, it's a we're talking powerlifting, so yeah, yeah for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, and it was easy because they actually are. I think we had this conversation before where if you took one lift from all of them, you could build like a superhuman. We could build a super 93. <laughs> yeah. It would be phenomenal if you, if you could do that at yeah. some point, but, um, or maybe that person's coming in the wings, who knows? He's probably a junior somewhere and he's coming up from like France or something. And that superhuman <laughs> exists. But, he has um, our names like put together too. Somehow. He'll, just like his name, his name is super long. Just, yeah. His name's super long. I'm like, get yeah. the get the hell out of here this guy's real 
But yeah. um, <clears throat> but anyways, listen, man, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, it means something, man. When you come on the podcast, first off, just like you, period, giving your time, I appreciate it. But when you come on the podcast and like open up like you did, um, it's not easy. And for you to like trust me with that and to trust me to like handle it appropriately, and it, it, it mean like it means something to me as well. And it's not these are difficult things to talk about, but somebody's going to be listening to this somewhere and uh, it's going to hit home, you know, if not now in the future. So thank you for coming on the podcast, man. I'm going to see you in 10 weeks in Malta. I owe you a beer and let's, let's go, let's yeah, go man. put, let's go put our hands on some walls, some 2000 euro walls. <laughs> okay. And let's be present together. Yeah, man. <laughs> let's just be present together, brother. <laughs> let's meditate more of these buildings and just enjoy life. Yeah, man. All right, buddy. Talk to I you pre- later. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for your time, man. You bet. You bet. And, uh, and that is all. And everyone listening, please do subscribe and until next time. Six up. We are out.